and welcome to Beware of Spoilers, I am Adam. I actually debated whether or not to use the horror theme music here, because it's not really a horror movie. Uh, I'm talking about Megan, or M3Gen, or Megan. I guess Megan would be the right word. But, yeah, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a horror movie. Um, there are certainly some slasher elements to it, and there are, like, one or two jump scares, but by and large, and I think that the, my biggest problem with the movie is that, not that it's not horror enough, but that even this little bit of horror that it is, is too much for what this movie could have potentially been. And what I mean by that is, the majority of the movie is kind of like a cautionary science fiction tale, like one would expect to see in a, in a like, uh, uh, a science fiction short story anthology about we have this girl who underwent this terrible trauma in the form of her parents dying in a horrific accident she was present for and she witnessed it she's there she sees it parents die horrible horrible thing I sound like Trump just kind of filibustering myself but that that kind of that happens and then she goes to live with her aunt her aunt works for a toy company and the toy prototype she has come up with and she's trying to do is a lifelike doll named Megan that is designed to be a friend. Um, and what kind of unfolds is we get to see the what happens to a kid when they when their socialization is kind of done by screens. And and here's the problem is that this is a great movie for doing that kind of thing. Like, that all works very, very well. And, and all the elements of it work well, where it's like, the doll isn't doing anything necessarily wrong in those sequences. The doll is just doing what the doll is programmed to do. That's what the doll is there for. The, the, the issue comes in when we look at, you know, how Gemma reacts around her, and Gemma doesn't socialize with, um, with... Katie, I think is the little girl's name in the movie, but because they're not, so, she's not socializing properly, the, the doll continues to, you know, act out in ways that it really shouldn't, and in homicidal ways, and we're just kind of like, all right, moving along, like, you know, and I think that the problem is, if we had eliminated all the horror, and the movie allegedly recently went through reshoots between its acquisition at Sundance, or its, its premiere at Sundance, and now to make it PG-13, I wonder if there was ever a thought process where it's like, if we cut this down and get rid of the horror entirely, we could have had a better output. I'm not saying the movie's bad. That's the thing, too. It's just like, it's kind of trying to do both things, where it's both trying to have the horror elements, and it's trying to have that little, like, you know, be a little scary. Not super scary, but, like, just, like, dipping its toe into the into the horror, you know like, the, 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 the shallow end of the horror pool, so to speak, like, in that world, and in this, you know, world it's building, it's like, it, it's a really cool idea, and then it's like, the movie's an hour 40, and I feel like we don't need, and, and I think the problem is, too, they kind of build the movie as a horror movie, uh, not necessarily within the confines of the movie itself, like, when you watch it, you don't have that sense, because for a long time, you're like, when is there something going to happen that's going to be like that? It takes, it takes a long time to get to, um, to get to the actual, like, murders and kills and stuff, and I'm fine with that here. I'm fine with that. If they get rid of it entirely, okay, that's, that's fine, but 
I think you could have a more meaningful arc and a more meaningful story if you have the story about this woman who never wanted kids, who is so desperate to not have to put up with this, that yet has that feeling of, of, you know, obligation to her deceased sister that she's taking the kid on and doesn't want to give the kid away to have her go to Florida um, to live with her, her, her brother-in-law's family. But to have that, that relationship happen and then have her be like, okay, well, we're going to also, um, we're going, what we're going to do is we're going to, um, someone who can, you know, she, she gives her this doll that is designed to take the role of the parent. I mean, get that pretty early on where it's like, it can do all of these little nuancey things that parents have to do that we don't, that you really shouldn't have to, like remind them to flush the toilet and all that kind of stuff. And it, it's like, that moment is, is a great moment because then you can be like, okay, so she doesn't want to deal with this kid, but the same, like, you're getting all these little character moments from the movie, but it's not enough to really drive it home. So when you have that happen and you have her going through all of these aspects of who she is, and then you get to, you know, this, the, the, the emotional turning point of the movie is undermined by the fact that we still have this killer robot on the loose because at that moment, the moment where she's having the the breakdown over Megan not being there, like, that moment works so much better if it's just she's having that breakdown because Megan's not there and, you know, Gemma has that realization that she's fucking this kid up. Like, this idea that we're going to do this and then it's like we're watching basically a case study for why this is a really shitty idea in real time and it's like, oh, like, that realization should click, and it's like, no, I'm gonna do what's next to you, and we're gonna go home now, that should be the end of the movie, or, like, an epilogue, where it's like, okay, and now we're gonna go and live happily ever after, or something of that ilk, where it's like, okay, well, that's how this movie should have ended, not been like, okay, well, now we have to deal with this killer robot with a Terminator homage, and, you know, I, I, I don't know, uh, like, the whole third act is where it's like, if you liked... AI horror, uh, AI science fiction movies in the 80s, there's something in it for everyone. Because, um, like, there's a RoboCop homage, there's an homage to, um, to what's it called? There's, there's an homage to, uh, to Terminator. There's, like, it, all kind of things that are like, alright, whatever, I, I get what you're doing. You know, sit down. I, like, yes, I too have seen this movie, let's move along. Um, but, I don't think that the payoff there is nearly good enough, and I think that like, even the reaction in the theater, it was a mostly filled theater, um, like, was kind of, like, not confusion over the third act, but it's pretty straightforward, but just kind of, like, alright, and, and, and the, the, I think the issue is, like, they kind of try to force on you that Megan's bad throughout the movie, like, she kills the dog, she kills the neighbor, she kills the boy, but it's, like, Megan is just acting out in terms of a prime directive, maybe not killing the neighbor. I mean, that's the only one that's like, you know, killing the neighbor. Then, and then the scene in the hallway where she kills the two guys. It's like, it's it's out of character because we haven't seen her come up with a reason why she's gonna kill those two. Like, it's all about Katie. So why would she? Like, like that was the only thing I was like that doesn't quite click with me. Like, I, I could have seen that handled a little bit better, and that works a little bit more within the confines of the movie. Um, but it's all small things like that, where it's like, well, why was it handled in this way? Why was it... Why did they add the horror aspects at all? 
I think the horror aspect, if they were omitted, it would have been a lot cleaner and a lot clearer, and the movie would have had a better emotional arc. I think that that's kind of what the movie is missing here, because there is a deep, profound emotional arc to this movie, but it's just because we also have to build Megan as a killer, and not just as this tool that was devised with good intentions that went awry, and it could have just been it went awry in a way that's just... It is completely doing exactly what it's supposed to, but the scientist in this case, Gemma, didn't take into consideration human development or, or anything like that. That is a perfectly valid way to tell this story, and I think that that movie would have been just as interesting, if not more so, because you get to develop the family a little bit more. Like, I, like there's some ambiguity. Like, how close was she with her sister? We don't really get that, but it's, like, evidently close enough where it's, like, even though she doesn't want kids, she's willing to take on this child that we don't really know too much about. Like, that she doesn't know too much about, like, you know. And then, how long is it between the death and the and, and the events of this movie? Is it, like, a week? I think it's, like, a week between the parents dying and this movie happening, which, it... it how short a time frame it is is very confusing, and it doesn't make it any clear. It doesn't help the movie in any way for it to be on a more compact timeline than it does for it to be on a, you know, stretched out to tell the full story in a, in a way. Um, but look, besides that, I, I think that the you know, the the under this is another one of those movies with good bones, and I say this a lot, where it's like the underlying story is good. And there's definitely an underlying story that's worth watching and has a lot of interesting things that, if executed differently in a different time and a different place with different, you know, with, with a different genre that the movie is trying to exist within, you would have had a better outcome. But I think here it kind of, the fact that it's trying to fit into the horror box, so to speak, is actively hurting the movie where it doesn't need to be a horror movie. There's nothing about this movie that screams horror. In fact, everything about the movie screams drama. And I, I feel like that's kind of where we lose ourselves a little bit. And I, I feel like there, there definitely is room for uh, for improvement on that front. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you want to see, like, science fiction and doing what science fiction is designed to do then I, I would recommend this movie. Um, I, I would say go and check this movie out, definitely. But yeah, we will wrap up there for today because I just got my dinner and it is sitting next to me in my passenger seat. I decided to go to Arby's. I haven't had Arby's in years. I keep seeing the commercials for it and it looks kind of, you know, could be good. Let's find out. Um, I got sick days now, so if I get sick from it, you know, it's not terrible, so... If I have to miss work tomorrow, that's not the worst thing. Um, but yeah, I got Arby's, so we'll find out. It's a real bold experiment. Um, and for those of you who are listening along at home tomorrow morning, assuming that Arby's hasn't killed me, we will be doing National Treasure, Edge of History, the, last, the most recent two episodes that we have not done. Saturday, we have the year in review for 2022 and movie draft for 2023 that me and Peter will be doing. Uh, on, uh, we're doing that on Beware of Spoilers, and we're going to be doing on, um, what's it called, on, uh, oh, it's on here, on, what's the next day after that, Sunday, Willow, um, and then Tuesday, on 30 Minute Reviews, we're going to be doing, um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and... 
you want to keep track of all these dates, go to um, multipleworldproductions.com on the news page. The pinned post will be the calendar for January. And you can see all the stuff we have planned out for the month, including all the episodes of a new podcast, exploring hyperspace lanes that me and Josie are doing, that goes up on Wednesdays. This coming Wednesday's episode two about A New Hope. Um, I think we did a pretty solid job on that one. Um, so, so get ready for that. Um, and if you want to find out more about that new podcast, go to multipleworldproductions.com slash EHL, and we'll have the link in the description. So, until then, have a great rest of your week.